0: The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander, and right across from me is the one, the only, Tammy, the underdog, Underwood, and of course, on the phone is my brother from another mother, Todd the Killer. Coleb, good morning, boys and girls. Morning. Good morning. <laughs> All right, so we're
1: gonna do part two of the see, murder. We're already, see, we're already getting, we're already getting in the sink there. She's saying the same thing. See, this is definitely a a, a future Miss Coleb.
2: Yeah, it's I a mean, match made in hell, huh? <laughs> no, I think in prison.
0: <laughs> you guys can have wedded bliss. I mean, it's hey. gonna be
1: a little weird, but you know, go for it. You know. It's, Hey, think about it. I got you two robbers in a roll of toilet paper. I mean, the last oh. person all they got was some. You know, I, I told her I was going to go to Zales and said I bought her a at Home Depot.
2: Oh, well, oh, yeah. oh, Snapdragon! Oh, that was, a key legit.
0: That was oh good. Holy shit, we're starting this one off great.
2: Yeah, you know what? Ta- uh, Scott actually gave you a shout out on Facebook today because of his <laughs> show tonight, but.
0: Yeah, Uh, I put the show's going to be off the chain like Kayla Brown. I said, shout out to my boy, Todd (laughs) K
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Okay, so let's jump into this because, you know, we don't have very much time today. But um, so we left off with they started jury selection for the trial. Um, Then on January 25th, because jury selection wound up taking two days to complete. So when Waters began his opening statement on January 25th, he told the jury the cell phone evidence he planned on presenting would be the key to the trial. He explained that on the evening of June 7, 2021, at approximately 8.44 and 55 seconds p.m., Paul had taken a video with his cell phone close to the dog kennels on the property. In the video, you yeah. could clearly hear the voices of Paul, Alex, and Maggie. Waters stated that at approximately not 8.49 p.m., three minutes after the video was made, Alex shot his wa- his son and his wife. After they were dead, he called Maggie's phone in an effort to create an alibi, and his attorneys claimed the prosecution's timeline was false and they should and they stood by Alex's initial claim that he wasn't near the dog kennels at the time of the murder. Then on February 1st during the trial, the jury was shown evidence that on June 7th 2021 at approximately 9:47 p.m., Alex sent a text to Maggie's phone that simply said, "Call me, babe." This would have been after she and Paul were already dead. Now, however, according to Britt Dove, an employee for SLED's Computer Crimes Unit, the camera on her cell phone was briefly activated at approximately 9:06 p.m. after she had been shot. He gave this explanation to the jury. It appears the phone's being moved and the camera's activating in the background to see if it would recognize somebody's face that would unlock it. A change in the phone's orientation also suggested someone had picked it up. Now, then the next day, the prosecution showed two separate video footage of Alex wearing two different outfits on the night Megan and Paul were killed. The first was from the Snapchat video from Paul's cell phone. In it, Alex had on a pair of khaki pants and a blue polo shirt. Then later that evening, in the video footage taken by the authorities on the scene, Alex had on a pair of shorts and a white t-shirt. So obviously he had changed clothes, right? Then on February 6th, a lady by the name, I I swear to God, if this were my name, I'd change it. Michelle. Not Michelle, Mooshell.
0: Wow. <laughs> but she went by Shelly, thank God. I went too, man. Her name is yeah. What? Your parents must have hated you.
1: What's yeah. She got, what's she, she, she going to change her name to? Squatchina? Hey. <laughs> maybe.
2: Maybe. <laughs> No, nobody can have that name but me. (laughs) Now, she was called by the prosecution to testify. She was Alex's mother's caregiver at the time of the murders. And she told the jury that Alex (laughs) visited his mother briefly on the night Maggie and Paul were killed. She claimed that he was acting fidgety and had a blue tarp tucked under his arm. She stated that Alex was only at his mother's house for approximately 15 to 20 minutes even though he tried to tell her it was longer. Apparently, before the trial, he sat down with her to, quote, explain the encounter's timeline. And at that time, he estimated the duration of his visit to be 30 to 40 minutes. But according to the prosecution, Alex only stopped by to visit his mother so he could create an alibi. However, if her claim that he was only there for 15 to 20 minutes were true, then that would have given him plenty of time to go to the hunting lodge to shoot Maggie and Paul. Now, then on February 8th, the trial's interrupted. Why, you ask? The court received a bomb threat. But nobody knows where it came from.
0: I wasn't there. I'm the bomb.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: You're horrible.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So then um, on February 15th, Marion Proctor, Maggie's sister, testifies. She said that uh, when she took the stand, she told jurors that after the murder, she asked Alex if her sister had suffered at all when she was shot. And according to Marion, quote, he assured me that she had not. Now I don't know that I think that was true. The next day, prosecution called witnesses to the stand to tell the jury about Alex's addiction to opioids. This, This is where I think his attorneys fucked up. But um, they presented evidence that he had spent nearly $50,000 a week on his drug habit. And this, they said, was all the motive he needed to murder his wife and son. When Jim Griffin... One of his attorneys cross-examined Sled Special Agent David Owen. He brought up the fact that Alex bought those opioids from Curtis Smith, who also happened to be his cousin. Yes, that's the same Curtis Smith Alex allegedly hired to shoot him in the head to commit suicide.
0: This sounds like a soap opera
2: know, made in a fucking trailer park. It sounds like a park. telenovela, right? I
1: I, I I got a quick question here because I'm not knowledgeable about drugs at all. Okay. Uh huh. Is fifty. 50- fifty thousand dollars for an opiate addiction a month does that not day a sale like a week?
2: Yeah, fifty thousand a You're week on an 200. opioid addiction is tremendously expensive. I mean yeah I can see spending that much it's, on heroin or cocaine or meth, but not opioids a week.
1: No 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 that's not what that's not what I'm getting here. Oh. I mean the fact that anybody on the planet can suck up $50,000 worth of any drug in a week or a month blows my friggin' mind. Oh. But if you did, if you did suck up that much of, of, of a drug, how in, the, how in the hell did his business partners and everyone around him not know he was totally roasted? Because I'm guessing somebody who has that much of an addiction is going to give off some crazy crazy signs, you know, yeah. Like snorting the thing on your office desk, bouncing around. I mean, I don't know, nodding off. I don't, I don't know what these things are doing to you, but uh, you can't tell me you can do fifty thousand dollars a week in drugs of anything and not be uh, yeah. a walking medical example say, of what the fuck.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've never done that amount per week. I mean, I, I, opiates don't affect me that much because of you know my chemical makeup in my body but I can't see that not affecting somebody that much per week you know because that's a significant amount of money when it comes to the opioid trade because they're not that expensive because you know I don't know it's hard to explain but they're
1: if I had spent that much money on hookers and bourbon or strippers if you want it that way you know hooker white. Um, uh, if I had spent that much money on, on, on strippers and bourbon, trust me, everyone around me would have realized Todd has a problem. Yeah. I mean, a couple grand maybe, but I mean, seriously, $50,000? Yeah,
2: Shit. that's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. I mean that's a month that's I mean that's a month's sal- that that's a month's salary for me. That's how much money I made about 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 a month and being the company owner and all. And ain't no way in hell I'm going to be run. No, I'm not spending fifty. 50- I don't get it. Who the hell right. spends fifty grand a month? You know, on on anything. That's that's. I had it and I wouldn't spend it. That's that's crazy. All right, go ahead. I, my, my bad.
2: No, you're fine. Um, let's see here. Where was I? Oh, then, um, so after Griffin mentioned Alex's drug connection with Smith, he actually asked Special Agent Owen, the lead investigator, why they had never treated Smith or any of his alleged gang members as suspects in the murders. Owen then receded that they always considered Alex their only suspect in the case. However, that line of questioning may have been a bit may have bit the defense's team in the ass. Before the trial, Judge Newman ruled the alleged assisted suicide plot was inadmissible in this trial. However, since Griffin opened the door, so to speak, with his questioning, Newman was forced to rule that the details of that plot was allowed into testimony. So that didn't probably didn't work in their favor at all.
1: Okay.
2: So, hang on, I was trying to fill out a questionnaire for my doctor's appointment, but I was doing two different things at once. So then on February twenty first, Buster takes the stand to testify. Um, Buster took the stand and cried when he talked about the moment he found out his father and brother had been mur- his father his mother and brother had been murdered. He referred to his father when he said, he said, are you sitting down? He sounded odd and then he told me that my mom and my brother had been shot. He said that he and his girlfriend Joe from her place in Rock Hill, South Carolina to the lodge which was approximately 200 miles and he talked about his father's demeanor when he arrived. He said he was heartbroken. I walked in the door and saw him, gave him a hug and he was destroyed. He said that he also knew a little a bit about Alex's addiction to opioids. He said that at one point Megan and Paul confronted his father when they discovered his stash of pills. He said, I thought he had handled it. However, he did admit that his father had relapsed a couple more times after being confronted. So somebody did notice, but apparently they didn't take it very seriously, you know, from my understanding. Um, Then on February 23rd, Alex chose to take the stand in his own defense. He freely admitted that he lied to law enforcement officials about where he was on the day Megan Paul were shot. Um, but then he also reiterated, I could never. Re- I had. Uh, what, what was it? Um, that even though he lied about where he was, he was adamant that he had nothing to do with the murders. I could never intentionally do anything to hurt either one of them. Not ever. Then he w- the next day. He was cross-examined by Waters. During the questioning, he admitted that his addiction to opioids was so severe that he was probably taking approximately sixty pills. Or 2,000 milligrams or more of oxycodone or OxyContin every day. In the months leading up to the deaths, there there were days where I took more than that. In fact, Alex, when this when the, Alec said when the sled investigators were talking to him about the murders, he had a pocket full of pills, and he said he would take 30 milligram pills. Uh, Several 30 milligram pills of instant release oxycodone probably mix in with some oxycontin, which is made of oxycodone. It's just time released. And when Alex asked, and when Waters asked Alex again, if you meant to say he took approximately 60 pills per day, give or take, between January and June of 2021, leading up to the shootings, he replied, more or less. So it's like, you know, very blase about it.
0: Jesus Christ, I have a hard time taking my meds. Like seriously, I, right, I take I take allergy pills, and I take my fish oil, and a multivitamin, and you know, and and a well, crazy pill, and I I have a hard time with that. Fucking sixty pills a day, Jesus H
1: fucking Christ on a cracker.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Okay, but
1: Scott, those are supposed to be taken. Those are supposed to be taken orally. You got to stop sticking them up your butt, man. That's that's we got to have a talk,
0: man. Maybe if it was sixty pills, I'd go there. But you just guys for are five, ha. <laughs> <laughs> There's no thrill at only five or six pills up there. Can I go for the 60, man?
2: You guys are horrible. <laughs> I'll
0: be packing that thing like I'm a drug mule.
1: You guys are bad. <laughs> well, we kind of have to be. I mean, look at where I am. Right. And, you know, Scott's it's it's just in the training program. So, I mean,
2: <laughs> it, it
1: happens. <laughs>
2: I don't even know what to say to you too,
1: right and, now. And yet and yet well you just said I do on the last show. I know, so i, I mean, Who the know, hell I crazy know. now. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: we all knew I was well so, but, yeah. So there you go. I mean So on February twenty seventh, um uh, Alex's youngest brother is the defense's final witness. He said that on the day of the murder, he was actually the one that took it upon himself to clean up the remains of Paul's body. He said it was the hardest thing he ever did. I saw bro- blood, brains, pieces of skull, and tissue. And when I say brains, it could just be tissue. I just, I don't know what I saw. It was just terrible. Then um, he said... He also said that on the day his nephew was killed, that he vowed he would find the killer. He said, I told Paul I loved him, and prom- I promised him I'd find out who did this. And when the defense attorney, Jim Griffin, said, have you found the killer? He said, I have not. And then the defense rested. Then on March 2nd, after, you know, more than 75 witnesses took the stand, um, Alex Murdaugh was found guilty on March 2nd, 2023 of murdering his wife and son. And on March 3rd, he was sentenced to two life sentences in prison and they were to run consecutively, so one right after the other. So when he dies, he's got to come back and do another one. And then on March I can't 9th, that. <laughs> I know you got how many. So, um on March 9, 2023, yeah. Alex's lawyers announced that they are going to appeal his convictions, and um, the appeal read, Richard Alexander Murdoch appeals his convictions and sentences in the case referenced above. The sentences were imposed by the Honorable Clifton Newman, and he said that um, they're just waiting on you know the decision of that. They haven't heard anything yet. But Here's my theory. I'm not saying he didn't do it. I'm thinking Curtis Smith was involved.
0: Well, that would kind of, points to the obvious, but this is another thing I was thinking uh, of, and, uh, you know, I want to get Todd's kind of point on this is, I'm thinking about those two long guns, okay? You have a comfort level with the firearms that you're using based on what you need to use them for. So let's talk about bird hunting. You're not hunting birds, for example, with a slug of any kind, you know, unless you're going to plank them with like a twenty-two, but you're not do- doing a 9mm, 40 cal, anything like that. What are you using? You're using a shotgun because it's the appropriate tool. Yep. And that's what you're going appro- to be comfortable with doing that job hunting birds. If you're hunting deer and elk, you're going to use a slug. Why? Because you're going to shoot a deer and elk with a shotgun, and it's going to get a bunch of BBs in it, and the- it's going to look at you and go the fuck is wrong with you? So, you set out as a as a hunter to hunt two people and you're going to use two vastly yeah. different firearms? Vastly different to complete that task to shoot people? That, that it makes absolutely no fucking sense. There's no comfort level there. No.
1: And no. it, it when, it when people... Take it from someone here who who or, you know. Let's face it, we've I've been there a couple times. Let's not even go down that road just yet. But I mean, people don't always run when you pull out a gun and you shoot somebody. Sometimes people go, "Oh shit," and they run like hell. But I cannot tell you how many times everybody freezes, either stands there like. What just happened? They don't run, or if they do anything, they go towards the person you just shot, like they're gonna suddenly help them. You know, the son sees his mom get shot. He wants to he that's his mom. He walks towards her to try to help. What in the hell's going on here? And makes a very easy target. which with him coming closer, why in the hell would you put down the other weapon why would you put down your primary weapon for another primary weapon
0: exactly exactly it makes no fucking sense
2: yeah
1: no no
2: so
0: I don't
1: think the I don't think his buddy Curtis has the brain power
2: to, to do the other
1: the other murders I think um. no I think he's just a, a I, it, I mean anything could be anything could happen. I mean, there's also the possibility that somebody got pissed off because, you know, the people that got killed at the boat at, on the boat wreck, and I mean, you know, you you killed my daughter. Maybe somebody got pissed off about it because the Murdochs got away with whatever the hell they wanted to get away with, and uh, someone decided, well, you take mine, I take yours. I mean, okay. it can happen because you hurt my kid, and I will absolutely go to no no ends to get you. Right. Uh you have hit the wrong child. You know, I'm I'm a shitty boyfriend, but uh I'll be a much better husband. But I'm a shitty boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm glad you clarified that. Thank you.
1: Well, as long as you understand that up front I, I, I love your I love your mother. You know, the, the I, silver fox that she is.
2: Yeah, that is But that and, has and, been it just, yeah. Well established you and Scott both
1: your sister, your aunt, her best friends. And that DoorDash girl, I'm going to tell you, she beats the ding dong is Drizzly girl hands out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have I got a tip for her? And by a tip, I mean the tip of me. <laughs> but uh, I just don't see him being the the, 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 the the junkie. He couldn't even do a simple shooting of a stationary target, with a guy intentionally bending down, so you can shoot him. Who wants to be shot? That tells me you you you, you messed up kindergarten. That's, that's kindergarten a, level. That's a fact. Yeah. Now you. And this happened after that guy. In your theory, he just used two different long guns for why. From two different heights on two targets. Which that tells me two shooters. That tells me two shooters and two of them are at very different different heights. Nobody holds a shotgun over their head and points down at, at at downward. I mean I don't see it. I think you had two shooters. I think they shot them. I don't know whether he actually had anything involved with it or is because of what happened with his son in, in, the, in the dock and the boat, the pier. Uh, I, I think everybody just wanted to get Murdaugh. He is a slow ball. He did steal the money. He was an addict. He deserves to go to prison. I just don't think he deserves to go to prison for murder. He just deserves to go to prison for the rest of his life. For all the other stupid shit he's done, the fraud, the the, the all this crap, uh, and I mean when he gets here, I mean he is here. They got him in statewide PC, which is funny because they're pretty much going to use that as they're not putting him there for his own protection. Nobody wants to hurt Mister Burda, okay? Nobody. Right. What they're scared of put what they're scared about putting him on the yard for is because this is a trained attorney. Yeah. Okay? He's trained attorney. The guys in here are going to treat him like a king. He will have store. He will have whatever he wants. Because they want to keep him looking at their paperwork to help them get out. And every damn time SCDC makes a mistake, which is, let's face it, by the hour, every hour, he's going to sue the shit out of them on every little procedure until they get so damn tired of him, they want him away from all this, away from the law library, away from filing, make it hard on him. Yeah. It actually looks, it, I'm actually looking forward to it because here's the thing. Maybe then they'll get off my ass a little bit. They got a new play toy. He's got that new inmate smell. Maybe they'll go play with him and le- give me a year or two of break. No shit, you right? Know?
2: Yeah, we would hope Jeez. so.
1: Uh, they'll just bleat twice. I'll leave the state. Just, just let me go to another prison. Let me go to the feds. Uh, you know. Send me to Ukraine. I don't care what <laughs> side. I'll fight for. It. I'll fight for either side. Putin, give me a call. Little little short comedian guy, give me a call. Hey, you need someone who knows how to get 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 busy. I uh, I am available today.
2: Yeah, that's true. But. That's uh, true.
1: But yeah, I, I just don't see it. I, I, I think there's a lot more to this. I think they just, they knew he had so much of this fraudulent shit in his background. And they just raced to dump the bodies on him. And I don't think, I don't think he killed the people. I think he, he didn't do it.
2: Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't think he, I, like I said, I don't, I can't say whether he did or not. But, I mean, I just don't think he did it alone. It's. You know.
0: Well, there's enough information that at least raises you yeah. know, reasonable doubt.
2: Very much so. Very much so. I just think that the jury was afraid to let him go on anything.
0: Well, no, here's what I have found with juries. Like, seriously, even if you can prove yourself as, you know, reasonable doubt. Okay, let's go with that. Nobody likes this family. Nobody likes him. He's a dickhead. So you bring out all this other shit to to discredit him, going, look, man, he embezzled money, and he's a a fucking junkie. And automatically the jury's going to go, I don't give a fuck what this guy did. I know the rules, but fuck him. Yeah. You know, that's a lot
1: of juries. How how tall? You just like it when they say they're hung. (laughs) I love a hung jury. But... how tall is Curtis?
2: Um, let me see if I can find that out. Give me a minute.
1: Because you clearly have two different heights. Two different heights. So if Murdaugh did do it with him, in order to get out of the debt, to get out of the debt, and this is just big ifs, uh, but I mean, if he did that, that would explain two guns, two different, different, different heights. I don't know how tall Murdaugh was. Uh but that explains two different heights and two different weapons. I don't know if they
2: have it on here. Um I'm looking
1: uh, I don't know. I I'm not it doesn't matter. I'm not a friendly right. person. I mean I I mean I, look I'm a that shooter. Tall.
2: I mean he was sixty three years old for crying out loud. Um So, yeah, I'm not seeing... Was
1: he riding a scooter? No. Was he
2: on a Uh, No, I'm not... I
0: was just thinking, yeah, hold on, my battery needs to be charged.
2: Right? No, I'm not showing anywhere where it says how tall he was, but I'm looking at him standing next to a sheriff guy, and he's like half a head shorter than the guy, so he can't be that tall.
0: Nobody likes a half a head. We want all head. I know you do.
2: <laughs> oh, <hey>. Yeah. <coughs> but um. Now you yeah. know
1: that you do know that when we get married, married Squatch, that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to, to to wax that mustache.
2: I don't have
0: a mustache, Dickie. What do you think I had to do to her when I got her out of the freaking forest and darted her five times? I just shave Scott. her down. <laughs> Taught her how to use a computer the a phone. It's amazing. It's amazing. Squatches learned very very. we had to
1: go to cop. You had to go to Costco and get a five-gallon
0: bucket of nair. <laughs> I did. I dipped her. I dipped her. Whatever. Nothing like a five-gallon. Nothing like a but a barrel of nair and a fire hose.
2: You're horrible. What? You're horrible. But I love you.
1: I know. But I love you, you so it's okay.
2: Oh, it's okay. I
0: told many of girls that I love you, but butt stuff is okay because you know. The love bite the pillow. You're horrible. horrible, horrible. Bite the pillow. <laughs> what?
2: I'm just saying. You like it by the third time. Oh wait, maybe this will tell me. Oh,
0: um, I think she found case. something. I think I might have. Besides fleas. Give me
2: a minute. Um, I don't want turn on Oh, it's not letting. Me, it won't let me load that page. Damn it! They must have taken it down.
1: Um. Okay, but I mean, it, it doesn't really matter, as high because it's not going to prove anything. The fact is, you just have two. Sh- clearly, it tells me you have two shooters who picked up two weapons that they were they felt comfortable with. Okay, a real shooter is going to pick up the AR in the 300 blackout. Uh, someone who is a little less confident with what they're doing would have picked up the shotgun. Okay, I am not a shotgun fan. You can put me in a whole room of the best shotguns, although I do like Benelli. But you can put me in a whole room of shotguns, and I'm going to pick up the one rifle. (laughs) Because I'm a rifle and pistol person. I prefer the rifle, but clearly I I do most of my stuff with a pistol. Uh, But, I mean, a shotgun, I I, I won't even pick it up. I mean, I'd rather use a Thick. I mean, I don't just don't like shotguns. Somebody did that because they were unfamiliar with weapons, which may also be the fact that this guy couldn't even shoot shoot his his partner in the back of the head with a stationary target who wanted to get shot.
0: Right, that one still amazes That's me
2: too. Now, I will tell you that I'm looking at side by side mug shots of Murdoch and Smith, and Alex Murdoch is said to. Uh, be six foot four, and Smith is significantly shorter than him. And I did see one where a forensics engineer who specializes in external ballistics testified that the person who shot Maggie with that AR 15 had to be between five two and five four.
0: So this is a little bitty guy, yeah.
2: He, like I said, the it shows that he's pretty significantly oh, shorter to you know Murdoch.
1: Dude, there's not too many adults that are five two to five four. I mean that's you you brought a, a, a what, a power midget? I, was say, that's a, I mean what the that that's
0: yeah. a that's a midget on growth hormones. That's what the fuck that is. Somebody pulled that out of their back pocket or the closet. Mean,
1: I mean that almost sounds like a kid or a very young adult. I mean someone who's five two to five four as a male is unusual. I yeah. mean five seven, five eight, five ten. That's going to be your averages, okay? The six footers are a little, a little, will stand out a little bit more. That would explain partially the, the, the overhead shot with the shotgun, which was a, I can't see Murdoch doing it. He was, he hunted. Why would you hold it that weird? But I don't get it. I, I, five two five four sounds. Yeah. Somebody made a mistake, or I just don't see that. Uh. Unless somebody unless somebody was holding it uh low. You know, like they were almost like at their at their hip. Okay. At their hip of the way he feel holding it down. Uh which tells me once again someone who's not very comfortable with a friggin' weapon because if you don't shoulder it, you're wasting the whole purpose.
0: Well Boy. plus on top of that, you the know. the the kick on that. So you're talking a five two, five three person, right? You're gonna hold that blackout. At hip height, so that brings it down to what, like two inches off the ground, whatever it is. But um you're going to fire it. It's going to essentially, unless you're, I don't know, I, I would think it would blow it out of your fucking hands. And, and that doesn't matter if you're using a 12 gauge or a 20 gauge. I mean, if you're using something small like a 410, then maybe not. But you got a good charge behind that. You're going to be able to hold on to it. I'm going to say no. Because and nobody in their fucking right mind would do that. Even if you're not a hunter yourself, and you were raised around guns, everybody knows you shoulder your weapon, right? Everybody, every there's people who are mentally retarded out there. And if you ask them, like, yeah, you shoulder the motherfucker.
2: Well, even I know that. And okay, I don't know but about if, if he would, I don't think he would have had
1: a problem holding on to it. I, I mean, a shotgun doesn't have that much kick. I mean,
2: but then again, I—I I mean, I shoot a bear at 50, so. An AR-15 really doesn't, doesn't have, have much, much more kick. Th- I'm only asking because I don't know, and I'm pretty sure no. some other people might not know
0: no. either. No, nope, it's so magnaported. No, an okay. AR-15 has. It's not magnaported.
1: It's got a flat. Uh, it's da, got a flash hider but, on the uh, end. There's no magnaported.
0: As soon as I say said that, my brain went blank. No, you're right.
2: He knows.
1: But I mean, an AR-15. I mean, it has velocity. It doesn't have that much kick. I mean, I have seen videos. I have seen girls on the range that are literally 12 years old that will kick your ass on the range. They ha- I saw one girl with a Hello Kitty AR, and she was kicking ass at 12 years old with an AR.
2: Right. An AR
1: does not have a lot of kick. A three a, a, a 300 blackout has a little bit more. All it is is a 5.56 five, casing that took the back off of it and put a a, a a thirty caliber shell in it, okay? It's not bad. I mean, I shoot mostly rifles with a hell of a lot of pistol training. I just prefer the rifle. Right. And I always use a stock. Even on some machine guns, I want to pull the stock out. I don't want to run around like you see on on TV, oh, let's just, uh, room, you know, like a damn room broom. I mean, screw that. Put it on your shoulder and send it. That gun does not have that much kick. Now, the shotgun has quite a bit more, but any adult male should be able to hold it. Most women would have no problems holding it, although you would definitely want to either put the stock between your arm and, and your... if you're not going to shoulder it, at least between your side and your arm. And and he only had to fire it once. So, who's to say he didn't fall on his ass? No, that's a good point. That's a
0: good point. He may have fallen on his ass, and he said, oh, God damn, maybe I sh- shouldn't have been an idiot and put it on my shoulder. <laughs> or at least stabilized it a little and the bit. Other
1: guy took, and the other guy took the AR and, you know, did business. Um, I still think it was two shooters, two heights, two, two entirely different situations. I don't know whether he had something to do with it or knew about it. Did it himself, or he had somebody else do it? The videos and the stuff with him—you know, him saying he went to his mom's for a certain period of time. I mean, who, which one of us do not go, except for your mom, of course, because she's awesome, and I definitely need more than uh, fifteen minutes with her. Uh,
0: you should see the boob pick she sends me. Stop
2: it!
1: Hey, <laughs> I'm jealous.
2: My mom doesn't do that.
1: Your but mom's you have- on Snapchat.
2: No, well, she's not. Now yeah. I know you're lying. <laughs> My mom can barely do Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> she can't do it from her phone. Oh, believe
0: me, she can do a lot of Facebooking with me. Yeah. A lot.
1: Mm. I'm going to... Facebooking, Gucci booking, ass uh, booking, there's some booking going on. That's uh, right. But I mean, you... you uh, and I got off track of what the hell I was thinking of. Thanks, Scott.
0: You're welcome. Anything to help. No, we were talking about, uh, you know. Spending how, how time to, with your mom. No, uh, yeah, it's spending time with your mom. That was it. People who go.
1: Okay, go. But, he, but you, spent, you go over to your mom, you spend 15 minutes. To her, it was 15 minutes. To you, it was 45. I mean, come on. Sometimes you got to see your family and time just drags and you want to get out the damn door. That's true. Uh, so, some moms are better than others. I spent five minutes with mine. I swear I spent three weeks. Uh. You know, she's got she's to, you know, berate you for everything that she ever thought of possibly that you never, ever were involved in. But somehow she needs you to know Bigger you're wrong. Fault. Yeah. Yeah. And, and time, time drags ass. I mean, that's why, why, why we call her an energy vampire. So maybe he just <laughs> thought the time. And then again, then again, he comes back. You're talking about having to answer questions after your wife and kid were murdered. You're probably not thinking all that straight. He took a shower. Now, you take a shower, and you have gun residue on you. Now, there are ways to beat that, okay? But I'm pretty sure he didn't put on those long-ass gloves that vets use, okay, to go up in a cow. Right. Okay, to to beat the fact that you have to have no residue on your hand's wrist or or clothing, okay? When you fire a gun, especially a shotgun, okay, there's going to be residue everywhere. It's going to be in your hair. It's going to be in the cracks of your nails. If they do a paraffin test, there's a fair chance, even after a shower, they can pick up bits of it. Right. There's no way they're going to find two people... There's no way they're going to find two people murdered. And you've got the husband right there. Most people are killed by their family members. Oh, yeah. When it comes to that, there's no way they didn't do a paraffin test. They would have found some trace of gun residue. Although, you're at, a, you're, you're at a, uh, a hunting lodge, and all you got to say is, well, we were shooting today or yesterday... And that, and that totally defeats the purpose of, oh, well, you had no residue, or you did have residue. Well, duh. I shoot guns all the time. Right. I mean, unless you're an ex-con and you're not supposed to ever touch a gun, just don't lie to them. Tell them, hey, yeah, I was shooting guns yesterday. I was shooting guns early this morning. What the hell are you going to say? I, but I didn't shoot her.
0: Right, especially at a hunting they lodge. They can't you can, prove that. You can just go with the fact of that, hey, man, we were sighting in the rifles for the hunt tomorrow. Yeah. Something easy. Because that's, that's generally what yeah. you do before you go hunting is you go and you make sure that that everything lines up right that your you know that your scope is you know the, the num- well number one you do a safety check to make sure everything's you know operating correctly but you make sure that your your scope is sighted incorrectly because you don't want to miss that fucking shot because every time you don't check your boys and girls every time you don't check your scope before shooting every fucking time you're gonna come across the trophy buck or bull elk. And you're gonna go take that shot. You're gonna be like, "Motherfucker, I missed him." Why? Because you didn't check the goddamn sights. That's why.
2: <laughs> By that much. <laughs>
1: and and they should seriously do uh, statues of Ronnie Barrett. He should be Lily. His face should be on Mount Rushmore. Ronnie Barrett is a god. He built the Barrett Company and the Barrett 82A1, now known as the uh, M107 for the military. That weapon, not only can you shoot the deer, it shoots the deer, it cleans the deer, it cooks the deer. What <laughs> more do you want? 660-grain well, bullet. It's going to take that. As th- matter of fact, if you hit him in the neck, it may put that head on the wall for you. Literally.
0: <laughs> I'll stick with my Ot Six, man. One shot. That's all it takes. One shot with my with the Ot Six. I see. I see. Yep. That's all ah. I need is that so Ot Six. Come man. on.
1: Three thirty eight Lapua. Three thirty eight Lapua. Come on. Come on, I think think use it's a awesome. cannon. No. You're gonna you're gonna perform art. Get yourself an L one fifteen, accuracy international, and perform art. Yeah, it's gonna look like a Jackson Pollock I painting mean, after the you're deer. Done. The, the deer. The deer. So what? The deer stands up and goes, "Yeah, I took a Lapua, bitch." <laughs> That's like the man around that. When he goes to deer heaven, he's like, "Yeah, it took that took me down." He struts That's swagger. He walks by like, "Yeah, bitch, you got hit by a three hundred eight. You got hit by a little thirty out six. It took a Lapua to take me down, bitch."
0: I want to be that able to eat like the deer when I'm done deep. with
1: them. That adds two-inch two to deer, Dick. Just let my that alone. I want to be able to eat the meat I mean, when I'm damn. done
0: with it, man. It's cooked. You can eat it right there. <laughs> you guys are horrible. Here's, here's Todd hunting with a fucking Laws rocket.
2: You guys are horrible arguing about what gun to use hunting.
1: Odd six, man. I use 308s for okay, two fucking long. Uh, uh, okay, okay. First of all, anybody who hunts with a Laws Rocket M seventy two is a loser. I mean, at least upgrade to the AT four. <laughs> AT four Dragon is is awesome in so many ways. And I tried to buy one one time, but the arms dealer said, "Fuck no." That's
0: Did you so kill bad. a deer this wait, year, wait.
1: Scott? No, I killed them all. <laughs> no, I, I I wanted to blow up the Prudential Building in Greenville at two o'clock in the morning when nobody when nobody was there, I was gonna I tried to buy the dragon, I tried to buy the rocket, and I was going to hit the building on Pleasantburg Road at like two AM when nobody was there. So that basically it would scare the shit out of the company. My top competitors in Greenville were in that building And it would basically scare off all their associate help, so they'd go work somewhere else. So I figured I'd either get some listings out of it, possibly a couple agents, and I'd shut them down for at least six months if they didn't stop crapping themselves. I wanted to do it. The arms dealer said, fuck you, Todd. You're going to cause me way too much heat. And I was like, I want to play. he said, yeah, no. And I was not allowed in that part of the warehouse. No more. Horrible. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, what?
2: Nothing. I don't follow means, guns, so you know sometimes you don't have speak to. Greek to me.
1: <laughs> if I okay put it this way, if a really large fuck in this case for you, if a large dildo <laughs> slammed into your building where you worked and blew up like. Eight offices just fuck the building up, okay, uh-huh would you want to go to work to- would you want to go to work tomorrow? No.
0: she no, she would she'd be like, that's a big dildo that'll fit
2: Oh, <laughs> my God, you're horrible. I'll
1: just that's try to relax true. a little bit. you're bad I mean, I just wanted to set a motion of you know you want you call businesses war, I take it literally. I wasn't going to hurt anybody with it. Now all I can think about—that would, like, that would be bad. I think about me being
0: in like my office, banging a chick on my desk, and then having a fucking, you know, a, a, a fucking rocket come through the office. Damn, that's a that, that, that's a mood killer right there.
1: Okay, Scott. Uh, okay, Scott. But you see, you gotta think about from her point of view. She may be praying for that fucking rocket to hit. Please end this shit. Please end this shit.
0: I would pay good money. I tell you what, I'd be like, shut up, bitch. You're here. <clears throat> I hate you both. <laughs> I do that just to fuck with you. I know man. you do. I know you do and Don't uh, worry, it's, it's nobody on Sandy Boulevard that you know.
1: I hate you. I hey, when the rocket goes off, you can always yell at it from behind, um, you know, I forward, beast mode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you kidding me, I'm gonna I, 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 I renamed my dick Storm after we did an episode about guy who re- who named his Dick Storm. And uh, yeah. yeah. i just chill. The storm's coming, baby. The storm is
2: coming. I and good night, y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're gonna time out anyway here because we're at 45. Yeah. So are we ready to wrap this one up, boys and girls. I
2: am. I am. Please, God, yes.
0: All right. <clears throat> Remember,
1: you can send us. The a show seat. should tell you never. Go ahead, Go ahead man. Don't be a murderer, and definitely don't be a dick. That's exactly. right. Exactly. <laughs> that's,
0: that's our PSA today. That's right. Remember, boys and girls, you can send us an email at brutalnation at twistedbluellc.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. This show's copyrighted 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast. They're lying, thieving bastards. bastards. And we will talk to you guys later on. Bye bye.
2: Bye, everybody.
1: Bye bye.